The conflicts in Gaza and in neighboring Syria aren't the only ones in the world right now. Today, the army of the Democratic Republic of Congo suffered a dramatic reverse. It lost control of the strategic city of Goma, which is now in the hands of rebels. Goma lies on Congo's eastern border in the heart of a mineral-rich area. The army's collapse there was sudden and unexpected. We spoke earlier with the BBC's Gabriel Gatehouse in Goma. Well, at the moment, the rebels are standing around in clumps positions around town, attracting uh, quite a lot of interest from those residents who've stayed. Some of them are sort of standing around them, gawping at them, looking uh, a little bit nervous. I have to say, I think quite a lot of residents are either hiding in their homes or have left. Uh, It's been quite an anxious-making day for them. It started off in the early morning um, with this gunfight just on the northern outskirts of town. We witnessed it. We were driving up to see who was in control of the airport uh, when we we drove past some Congolese army positions and it started to rain. The visibility wasn't great. We drove about 100 yards further. We saw some more soldiers coming towards us down the road and suddenly our driver said, hold on, those are not Congolese army soldiers. Those are rebels. We started to turn the car around and at that instant, the two sides opened fire on each other. Uh, There was a brief firefight, small arms mostly, but my impression was that after that, the Congolese army simply melted away. Uh, A few hours later, we watched a small advance party of rebels, uh, most of them lightly armed, just with their Kalashnikovs, but some of them with slightly heavier weapons, march totally unimpeded down the broad highways of Goma, watched over by the UN peacekeepers in their white uh, armoured vehicles. They had their guns trained on them, but of course with their mandate to protect civilians, they couldn't start shooting in a built-up area. So these rebels just walked past the UN peacekeepers, walked down to the border with Rwanda, did a sort of victory lap and walked back out again. And how many rebels uh, kind of were able to make these Congolese army troops just melt away and just walk past the UN troops that are now holding the city? I think in terms of the ones that uh, I've seen here uh, and that other journalists have seen and residents have seen, we're not talking more than a few hundred. I think what happened, Marco, uh, was that resistance from the Congolese army simply melted away. It's not a well-disciplined force. Many of these uh, Congolese army soldiers don't even get paid. And when they do, it's somewhere in the league of $50 a month uh, for an officer. Um, So many of these people just melted away uh, and the rebels came in. I think they knew that the UN wasn't going to open fire on them. Now, there are several rebel groups operating in eastern Congo, Gabriel. Uh, this one is known as M23. Who, who is M23? Well, M23 is basically a, a reincarnation of an earlier rebel group called uh, the CNDP, which was a Rwandan-backed rebel group that fought in one of Congo's many civil wars that we've seen here over the past two decades. This rebellion was born out of a mass mutiny earlier in the spring. Uh, many ex-CNDP officers who had, uh, after a peace treaty in 2009, been integrated into the army said now they weren't happy with the conditions uh, that they were being given in the army, the way the way they were being treated, the amount of power they had, essentially, and they mutinied. They went up into the jungle, and for the past uh, seven or eight months, they've been working their way steadily southwards. Now they've taken Goma. On one level, this is a tussle between two factions of the Congolese army. Why? 
because eastern Congo is fabulously rich with minerals. It's also very, very far away from Kinshasa, the capital. So it's a place to which uh, the reach of government, the reach of the rule of law barely extends. So Mm. uh, the one power here is the gun. Uh, And if you're in the military, then you have an awful lot of power and also, therefore, an awful lot of money, potentially. Gabriel, I'm just curious to know, a, a few years ago when there was uh, fighting around Goma, it seemed the, the UN took things uh, in, into their own hands and were firing back. Why is the UN now not uh, really engaging? I mean, you, you said they're there to protect the population, but don't they have any mandate to kind of fire on people if they're going to invade a town like this? I mean, they were firing back uh, during the battles uh, outside of town to the north of Goma. They were dispatching helicopter gunships. They were firing on the rebels in support of the Congolese army. Mm. Um, but I think uh, what they've been telling me is that once they got into heavily populated areas, they simply couldn't risk uh, the collateral damage, as it's sometimes called. They simply couldn't risk civilians getting caught in the crossfire, civilians potentially being killed by peacekeeper bullets. I think, I think that for them was beyond the pale. That for them would have been uh, going beyond their mandate, breaking their mandate. So, Gabriel, uh, just step back for a moment. What does all this mean for Congo? I mean, a country that, as you've, you've pointed out, for years now has been locked down in essentially kind of a regional world war. Yes, these are people who are very, very used to conflict here. Um, It's been going on for years, for decades. Um, I think what we're seeing here is the start of perhaps another chapter, a chapter that possibly may suck in neighboring countries as well. The problem in Congo, essentially, is a lack of a strong central government. This is such a huge country. It's the size of Western Europe. Kinshasa is right on its western tip. We are right on its eastern edge. And while there is no strong central government here, I think these armed groups, these many, many different armed groups, will continue to hold sway and there will continue to be conflict here. Gabriel Gatehouse with the BBC in Goma. Democratic Republic of Congo. Always good to speak with you. Thanks. My pleasure.